0: Watch this. Hello, my beautiful people. It's been a wonderful year doing the original cast, and I wanted to kick off 2017 with something a little different. The show is starting to grow very slowly, and I'd like to grow it a little bit faster. But to do that, I need your help. One of the best ways to get the word out about the original cast is through iTunes. And the way that a show moves up and down the iTunes rankings, aside from subscriptions and downloads, is ratings and reviews. Not many people realize exactly how important rating and reviewing a podcast you enjoy is to that podcast's success. And really, it couldn't be easier. It takes about five seconds. You click on a show, you go to the iTunes store, you give it five stars, you write a little sentence or two, and you're done. So, I'd like to make a deal with you. From now until I get tired of it, anyone who gives the original cast five stars and writes a review, entitles themselves to five seconds on this podcast. If you want to plug your show, if you want to plug your Twitter account, if you want to plug anything at all, send me an email with your iTunes username so that I can verify you actually did this, and the five seconds of text you want me to read. How long is five seconds, you ask? Well, it's about 15 to 20 words. So let's stretch it to 30. I will say 30 words. I'll be willing to read some things pretty fast, but anything longer than 30 words and i'm just gonna have to cut you off which can be funny too i of course will exercise total editorial discretion i will not say anything appropriate defaming and or just plain ugly on this podcast but if you give me five stars and write a review i will give you five seconds on the air no questions asked well several questions asked but you know reasonable questions all so again go to itunes Give the original cast five stars, write a review, send me an email with your iTunes username in it and the five seconds of text you want me to say, and I will read it during this podcast. Whenever my world falls apart, I never lose hope or lose heart. Hello and welcome to The Original Cast, a podcast about original cast albums and the people who love them. I'm Patrick Flynn, playwright, filmmaker, and professor of communications at American University. When Carrie Ginsburg and I talked about Gypsy, we digressed into the 1962 film version of that show. Carrie dropped some trivia on Rosalind Russell, I dropped some trivia on movie musical casting, and we all leave better than we arrived. We join the conversation already in progress.
1: I read somewhere that Arthur Lawrence was reading Gypsy Rose Lee's memoirs. And got, like, five pages into it and said, I want to make this into a musical.
0: Now, I read that as Jerome Robbins. Okay. Read an excerpt of from the book that was in, like, GQ or something. Okay. But same thing. Like, read right, very, very small a bit and was like, this has to be a musical. And,
1: and it has to be a musical for Ethel <laughs> <laughs> Yeah,
0: because she was unlike Funny Girl. Yeah. Where there was, like, this this, this sort of casting, ro- rotating cast of who was going to play Fanny Bryce. Right. This was always going to be Ethel Merman. She was the only constant from the moment. I don't know if actually, and now that I say that, I don't know if it was Jerome Robbins or David Merrick who read that excerpt, but whatever it was, yes. that was the jump. It was going to remake this musical, and it's going to be starring Ethel Merman, and then we'll figure the rest out later. So, but
1: really, if it really is like the first chapter of the book, it is all about Mama Rose. Right. So, of course. I wonder what
0: that says about Ethel Merman, then. Oh, uh, well, Or David Merrick, She was that a matter. strong
1: personality. She's, yeah. She is a woman who's... Like I mean, if you if you read um, books about the golden age of American musicals, mm-hmm. um, uh, there's a there's a lot that pops up that she, she you either loved her or you didn't, and mm-hmm. she either loved you or she did yeah. not. Mm-hmm. So yes, she there are a lot could of stories be very about that. Um, Divergent in opinion and yeah. personality for many people. Well,
0: and that is I wonder I always wonder when you hear those stories about how much of that is you know she was born in 1908 she was mm-hmm. a star in 1930 something so sure. so she was on the rise in the tw- in the 20s when yes. she was a teenager yes and like how much of that is she's a woman in a man's world in a cutthroat field And like how much of that is building the wall you need to build just to survive, like forget even to go out on stage every night, Mm -hmm. but just to be like, no, I want what I want and I'm going to get what I want because I deserve what I want and therefore I don't suffer anybody anything at any point ever. Like just that's and it becomes codified yes. that way. Kind of, it's just like that's just how you deal with people. Yeah, and this sort of like the terrible insecurity that covers, which is now sounding a lot like Mama Rose that I'm describing there right now. Go. Actually, yeah. So maybe it was sort of so like pretty obvious dark, that nobody else you know, can play yeah, can play this part. Because it's funny to think of Angela Lansbury playing this part to me. Yeah, who I first encountered like a lot of people. And maybe you too, either in Bed Knobs and Broomsticks uh-huh. or in Murder She Wrote as uh-huh. the sweet older lady. Like, that's just who she was. Mm-hmm. And then, like, even Mrs. Lovett. Uh- Although look, if Jessica meaning. Fletcher
1: showed up right now, I would leave.
0: Because well, somebody's gonna die. Because somebody's yeah, gonna. Somebody's die. gonna be killed. Absolutely no. If yes, if Jessica Fletcher's in your town, <laughs> run. Yeah. <laughs> Someone's gonna die. Someone she knows is gonna yes. die. Yeah, yeah. Um, or just met, Actually, that's always a thing. Just don't meet her. Just yeah. Just don't meet her, and don't be friends with somebody she's friends. Don't with.
1: Don't say hi to her at the grocery store. Just keep going. Just
0: keep moving. <laughs> it's a great show. Don't though. let her hit you. I with love purse. Murder just She Wrote. Yes. So much. And mm-hmm. when I worked, when I was in L.A. working at Universal Studios. They have the house there, like the, the Fletcher house is part of the tour. It's still on the tour <laughs> and they play the music and everything. And it's still like I laugh my head off because nobody on that tour has seen Murder, She Wrote. No. Like, it's such an old show and well, it's not and one it, that had a second life like on Netflix or something, well, you know. And
1: and that's the thing. Like Golden Girls is very, mm-hmm. very it right now. Yeah. And I do wonder if in another five to seven years there's going to be this rebirth.
0: <laughs> but that doesn't really happen with dramas, I that know. resurgence in the way that com- like comedies do that to me. The like comedies come around in those sort of ways, especially mm-hmm. ones that are like as kitschy as as Golden That's Girls true. is. But like with an hour drama, mis- murder mystery thing, but those tend to get laughed at. The older they get.
1: Well, but maybe that's it. Maybe it's the drama that becomes a comedy. Or maybe
0: it's just that Angela Lansbury is still alive. I mean, there is always that thing of like the fact that she's still there and still. I mean, they just had that recording of her. She just came out and sang Beauty and the Beast. Beast, Right. She's still doing it. So, you know, the fact that we still have her. Creates a lack of nostalgia for the things she did yes. previously. Yeah, okay. So maybe that's, I mean, maybe that's it. Not It's buy just that. that bit of like, you know. But she played Mama Rose 40 years ago. Yeah, I mean, she this is. Twice, you know.
1: too. She played it in London. London and New York. And yeah. And in they New brought York. it to New
0: York. Yeah. And it's just, it was supposed to be Elaine Stretch.
1: In London. And they
0: couldn't get the money with Elaine Stretch. <gasps> wow. Yeah. They couldn't raise the money because she wasn't a big enough star.
1: So can we talk about the Gypsy movie Sure. For a minute? The original Gypsy movie? The original,
0: but not the Bette Midler 93 TV movie. No. Okay. Which, sure.
1: by the way, we recorded off the television
0: yeah. and
1: a VHS cassette, and I watched it ad nauseum, um, and I got really good at fast-forwarding through the commercials. But to go back oh, nice. now, it's just really this interesting time capsule of what was big in, like, toys and food and Campbell Soup mm-hmm. at the time. Oh, Campbell yeah. Soup oh. always has very specific
0: mm-hmm. commercials of very yes, specific time-locked areas. commercials, yes.
1: And Bette Midler. And I
0: are those Jimmy Stewart Campbell Soup commercials. Yes, and
1: at some point, somebody had talked about Bette Midler being Mama Rose, actually in a stage production, and Arthur Lawrence was like, "No, because she'll destroy it." And then she did it Hmm. as a TV movie.
0: I don't know how I feel about Bette Midler's Mama Rose. I really Mm. don't. I don't. I mean, it's a it's a good movie. I like the movie. It's also all available.
1: Very faithful to the. All available
0: on YouTube if you want to watch it. it is, it is very, it's from a period in the early 90s where they were doing that every now and again. Yeah. They'd make a super faithful TV movie yes. of a play or a musical. Yes. And it was a funny little thing.
1: And I think about that in particular, that, that that film in particular, they had the band on the set so everybody was singing live.
0: Yeah, sometimes, yes. They were also backed by, they had done it both ways. Oh. They'd done it from a studio recording well, that makes But me yes, like they had done it. Less. Well, they did both. But
1: I I just get so upset. It's really hard
0: to do live singing of any quality in, sure. a, in a film. I mean, no, it's, it's, I
1: intellectually I yeah. understand that. If
0: anyone's seen the movie of Les Mis, you know what I'm talking about. Mm-hmm. It just leads to bananas. Mm-hmm.
1: Stuff. Okay, so yeah. Rosalind Russell. Is so anyway,
0: Rosalind Russell is Mom Rose. Yes, yes.
1: So apparently, <laughs> apparently Ethel Merman was like promised the yeah. role in the film. So so. Ethel Merman actually went on the first tour of Gypsy. Right. And found herself in L.A. performing in Gypsy. And one of the producers from the Gypsy film came to see her and said, we don't think that Rosalind Russell's going to work out. We're still interested. By the way, can we come see your show? Oh, God. So she gave all of these studio types a bunch of tickets to see Gypsy. Oh, and they didn't.
0: I know how this they story They still didn't
1: cast too. her in the film. So they cast Rosalind Russell, who couldn't sing it. Right. So her voice is dubbed right. by somebody else, although Natalie Wood, who didn't do her own singing in West Side Story, I think does her own singing no. in Gypsy.
0: She um... – oh, no, she did. That's right. Natalie Wood did do her own singing.
1: Because Louise but... doesn't have to be a great singer.
0: Huh. I always thought Marnie Nixon did it for her, just like she did in West Side Story. But no. apparently not. Okay.
1: No. Hmm. But so – Interesting. Okay. So they had Rosalind Russell trying to do the singing, and they made recordings of it.
0: Some people can get a thrill, knitting sweaters and sitting still. That's okay for some people who don't know they're alive. Some can thrive in bloom living life in a living room that's perfect for some people of one hundred and five but I at least got a
1: try and Ethel Merman got a copy of the recordings okay. and kept it in her closet and they found them when she died
0: oh man well, it was her. But, I mean, the what thing else? is, like, it was her part, like, it in is. a in a super serious way, obviously, from the jump. She was there before they had writers. Mm-hmm. So, like, it was her. Yeah. And she did talk to and spend a lot of time with Gypsy Rose Lee in preparation mm-hmm. for the part. I mean, she did take it very seriously because it was a comeback for her. I don't remember what the show was she did right before it. But it was a she did a show right before it by an unknown that was a big flop, which is why she didn't Oops. want Sondheim. 'Cause she was just afraid of having two flops that in a row, which makes sense. perfect sense. This was her show. I mean, I yeah. feel like she felt ownership of it, and I, I think justifiably so. I mean, it sucks, mm-hmm. but that's the way, like it's it that's the business, mm-hmm. you know. And how many times has there actually been like a movie version of a show? Well, it's funny how it happens in certain cycles. Yes. So, like Julie Andrews does My Fair Lady uh-huh. on stage, huge hit, big star, they make the movie and they cast Audrey Hepburn. Yes with Marnie Nixon singing. Right, Academy Award, Best Picture, blah, blah, blah. Now that same year, of course, though, Julie Andrews wins Best Actress in a Movie for Mary Poppins. The best revenge is living well. So, (laughs) time passes, a couple years go by, we're going to make a movie of Sound of Music. Starring on stage, Mary Martin, big star, Peter Pan, all that great stuff, South Pacific, wonderful, come to the movie, who do we cast? Julie Julie Andrews.
1: Andrews. Weird.
0: Yeah. It is just, just it's the nature of the, and I can't think of a single movie musical that cast the original Broadway stars, except for The Music Man. The Music Man's the only one I can think of that used, and it's, they didn't use Barbara Cook, obviously they used Shirley Jones, because every music movie made at that time had to star Shirley Jones. Oklahoma, Carousel, and she didn't have to do all three. I love Shirley Jones. She didn't have to do all three.
1: So I will offer up one. Sure. So the Rent movie, like ninety. Well, I'm talking about the original. I'm talking about okay. when
0: when musicals were. At, theoretically okay. at their apex I... and musical movies were at their apex oh certainly it's, ha- it's become a thing now yes. that we're going to use the original cast I
1: misunderstood your yes. assertion
0: that's what okay. I meant yeah it's, it is and it it's absolutely happened you're right they did the rent cast <laughs> very inappropriately they did the I entire know. original <laughs> rent cast except for uh, what's her name who played Joanne and a couple other people um, yes so
1: yeah, Jeez, 90%. Yeah, anyway, movies. okay. So, anyway. so I misunderstood. Let's just yes, pretend so, that didn't happen. You can okay, edit that out. Okay, I'll cut that out.
0: That out. The, um, <laughs> but from that classic period of, of American music theater and the classic period of the American musical film, the only person I can think of is Robert Preston. And even then they tried to cast like Cary Grant and like four or five other people in the part before him who That's were just bigger stars. Dumb. Yeah. Um, but it's a funny phenomenon.
1: Is there anything Gene phenomenon. Kelly?
0: I don't think that he did on stage um
1: so his his theater career had ended
0: by that point by that point yeah I, okay. th- I think he was directing theater by that point because he directed flower drum song um uh-huh. but uh, I mean like he wasn't in on the town for example but he also didn't do a lot of he did some stage not a, most of his stuff were movie original musicals like singing in the rain was a film first and um uh American in Paris was a film or composition but then a film like before it was a stage mm. production. And, like, and he was like I say he was not in all the town originally mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. Um, but yeah it's just interesting to me that we, you sort of you would imagine oh it's a built in like we just take yeah, these just people but they also in. rewrite the whole thing which they didn't really do to this show no. for the film <laughs> The original cast was recorded at the Media Production Center at American University. Special thanks to Jeffrey Madison, Tom Fish, Imani Mular, and the tireless staff of students who run the front desk. Follow us on Twitter and like us on Facebook at Pod. You can follow me, Patrick Flynn, on Twitter at UnknownPenguin. You can email us at OriginalCastPod at gmail.com. We'd love to hear from you. Subscribe to the original cast on iTunes, and while you're there, please give us a comment and a rating so other people can find the show. My thanks to Carrie Ginsburg for coming down and talking to me. I'm Patrick Flynn, and I can't. I have rehearsal.